Good morning. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Brendan Courtney here in the hot seat all week. Um, and I'm having a wonderful time. Thank you so much. And thanks for all your lovely messages. Uh, you're just such a nice bunch of people. Thank you so much for being so welcoming. Now, if like me, you were under a rock last night and you didn't see the story about the queues at the Bank of Ireland ATMs with rumours spread online that people were able to withdraw more money than they had available. We've heard it on Morning Ireland just there on the news. I was really struck. But first of all, that I didn't hear about it. It was just me and you then that didn't hear about it, right? I was busy doing my nails or whatever, talking to the dog or putting putting fish sauce on spinach. That's a whole other story. But I didn't hear about it. And when I came into the office this morning, the whole team were like, what? It's a huge story. How did it spread so quickly that people would actually... I'm looking at a picture here from the journal.ie of a, of a queue form. I mean, there's a queue of hundreds of people at an ATM last night. So people got to hear about it pretty quickly. I am not surprised that I didn't really hear about it. I don't pay that much attention I'm in my own little bubble. But... How did you hear about it? Text five one five five one. I'd love to hear. I mean, the virality of this in and of itself is fascinating. To see that people physically went somewhere based on how they found this information out, which, but it's just you know the power of social media. It would seem. Now, some lovely TV news just came across our desk this morning. The late uh, TV presenter Paul O'Grady, his final TV project has been announced. He actually filmed it uh, in 2022 and ITV have said they're going to release it uh, later in the year. They haven't said the date they're going to release it. I'm really looking forward to it. I love Paul O'Grady's work with oh, Dog's Life, everything he does with Battersea Dog's Home. The way he gets on the floor with the little doggies. Paul passed away, as I said, last March, just age 67. So much more to give. But this last great adventure looks fantastic. O'Grady's Great Elephant Adventure. The documentary follows him across Thailand and Laos to celebrate the work done by elephant, elephant com- conservation centres to rescue and rehabilitate and protect these beautiful animals, the ITV press office are telling us. Uh, each episode sees Paul, two episodes as I said, travel across the region to roll up his sleeves and muck in to help out at different rescue centres. Um, he shows the p- p- uh, particular challenges faced by elephants in the region and it really displays Paul's love for animals and it really shines. I can't wait to see that actually. Miss Paul O'Grady, I mean, what an amazing, amazing broadcaster on so many levels, especially for my community. We love what he did. Okay, staying with icons. Madonna has announced her rescheduled dates for her celebration tour. This may not mean a lot to everybody, but for the people that it's important to, it's very important. I have actually seen, I just wrote down a note to myself, I've seen Madonna live four times. Does that make me a fan? Probably. I saw the Blonde Ambition Tour, the girly show, Madame X, and I was at the launch of one of her albums in a huge big nightclub in London called Bang, and then it was changed to GAY. So yeah, I would be a bit of a fan. Live Nation has announced rescheduled dates for the North American shows. The Like a Prayer singer was due to start her tour in Canada in July, but as we know, or you maybe not know, she she got a viral infection and she had to stay in intensive care. She was very, very sick. Fans were very worried for her well-being. In fact, it was a big outpouring for her. And I was just looking at this. The last time she played in Ireland was 2012. And I was struck, you know, Madonna gets a lot of sh- stick. She's an incredible performer. It's going to be an amazing tour. She's really popular. You know, we should really take a moment to love our icons while we have them. 
you know, we've learned, if we've learned nothing, we've learned that, you know, we absolutely love these people who've, I suppose, imprinted on our hearts and minds over the years. And, uh, you know, of course, you can't get a ticket for loving her money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, that's great to see that she will be kicking off the tour now in London. So I'll keep an eye out. It's, it, uh, she's got two concerts in the O2 in London. Um, and that's very, very exciting. Uh, now, staying with pop stars. Uh, well, country, rock and pop. Shania Twain has announced her third Las Vegas residency with a Come On Over Greatest Hits show. Uh, the singer is set to perform 24 shows at the Backed Theatre at Planet Hollywood from next May 10th until December 14th. So you have plenty of time to get tickets. So if you're going to Vegas, you can go and see Shania Twain. I, I mean, you're obviously nobody in music industry if you're not setting your sights on a Vegas residency now, right? But... Oh, must be a lot of work, right? She said she's very excited to return to Vegas from a third residency, come on over. Performing in Vegas is a huge honour and I love this. Uh, so tickets, as I said, will go on sale on August 20th. Uh, I Now, a little name drop. Watch out if you're wearing open toe or just be careful, don't drop your tea. I met Shania Twain's niece. Her name is Amanda May. We're still kind of slightly friends. We went, to, we did a course together. I'm not even joking. And because, like, if Shania Twain's your aunt and your sound, right, you're not just going to drop it into the first conversation. So we were hanging out and we went for coffee one afternoon and she said, look, I have some things to tell you. And I was this quick, I swear to God. She said, Shania Twain's my aunt. And I looked her dead in the eye and said, that don't impress me much. She gave me a little round of applause. So anyway, get your ticket. I would go and see Shania Twain, actually. I would. Uh, <laughs> another big star. We're keeping it Hollywood. Harrison Ford has a new Peruvian snake species named after him. Now, legendary Indiana Jones character may fear snakes, but the actor... Loves reptiles. He himself loves them. Uh, I, I remember that now. Do you remember uh, Indiana Jones is actually afraid of snakes? A newfound species of snakes in Peru has been named Tachymenocytes Harrison Fordy. <laughs> the species of snake, I'm going to say it again, is named Tachymenocytes Harrison Fordy, with an I, to honour the actor's environmental advocacy. I didn't know this. Ford is a vice chair of a non-profit conservation international group called Humbling. The actor also has an ant and a spider named after him. Did you know that? He said, these scientists keep naming critters after me, but it's always the ones that terrify children, he told uh, Conservation International. I don't understand. I spend my free time cross-stitching. I sing lullabies to my basil pants so they won't fear the night. Uh, that's his character, Indiana Jones. Uh, Ford has, he really does like snakes, actually. And he said, this particular snake, um, he said he found a kinship with him. The snake has got eyes you can drown in and he spends most of his days sunning himself by a pool of dirty water. We probably would have been friends in the early 60s, Harrison Ford said, of his friendship with his new snake named after him. Staying stateside and staying with vermin. Now, I don't know if snake are vermin. I don't think they are. I think, okay, we heard about the Bank of Ireland glitch from our son who is travelling in Argentina, said Marion Rathfarnham. So it went, so the... The gossip, the rumour went as far as Argentina. <laughs> this is great. My goodness, social media is insane. Anyway, I'm sure you'll correct me. Maybe snakes aren't vermin, but rats are. So have you been in New York in the last couple of years? I was there in February and I was actually struck. Now, I know we know this. There's a lot of, you know, they, they say you're never more than a few feet away from a rat in big cities like New York and London. But I, you know, anytime I went to a 7-Eleven or anytime I came out of a restaurant in the evening time in New York in um, February there this year, I, I just kept seeing rats everywhere. Um, so over the weekend, 
the city has had its first anti-rat day of action and it's been very well received. So New York City Council or whatever they call themselves have appointed a rat czar. So like a Pied Piper. Her name is Kathleen Corrady and she has claimed that the, the city is winning its war on rats and it's found loads of supporters are like, so they're trying to do lots of things like cut off the food supply. But they had this anti-rat day of action. It's really quite amazing. But one woman's description, this is brilliant, of the rats on her block uh, has gone viral. Have a listen to this. The first anti-rat day of action was held in Harlem. We've had rats the size of Crocs just running up and down the street like a croc shoe, an average size eight, running up and down the street. Rats need food, water and shelter to survive. Today, we're going to cut off their food source and reduce their habitat, take away the places they can live. So they also have a, a, an interactive rat map, an interactive rat map. I know a few people who'd like one of them. And the upper, so you can you can actually chart rat activity across New York City now if you want to do. If you're ter- I actually have a phobia of rats. When I used to walk to school, they'd run across the road and I'd bang my leg and shout, trying to scare them away. But apparently they're deaf, so it's a complete waste of time. To correct me if I'm wrong, but just to say, the Upper East Side, Upper West Side, and Harlem showed the most rat activity in Manhattan. That is an epic track, isn't it? We were just commenting, we haven't heard it in a long, long time. Somebody just texted, isn't that genius songwriting? About five different sections in that one song. Great video too, thanks for that. Uh, Mags just texted to say, thank you for updating us on Paul O'Grady's TV show. What a great man, may he rest in peace. We need a lot more like him, we do indeed, Mags. Now on the rumours about uh, withdrawal from Bank of Ireland, Somebody text, when passing Bank of Ireland branch in Enniscorthy about 11.15pm last night, there was a queue of about 15 and 20 people at the ATM and more approaching by the minute. Must be like 28 days down there. Uh, great text in. I'm going to read a Sean Curry and Swords by the Sea. Hi, Brendan. Speaking about banks, <laughs> I met Gilbert O'Sullivan coming out of the Bank of Ireland yesterday. Excited, I said. What you doing, Gilbert? And he said... Alone, naturally. Keep it lit. Thank you, Sean. Let's take a break. Now let's take a bit of music. One of my all-time favourites. I'm a Durrani. I'm a Durrani. Save a prayer. take you back dancing around the teenage disco thinking you're cool with your uh, skinny tie and your winkle pickers anyway 
Some lovely texts wishing Stuart the best of luck in the games next week. Other texts in Brendan from one Durani to another. Thank you. Just love the song. Marion Cork. God, I love that band so much. Also, gorgeous text here. Hi, Brendan. Thank you and the team for a great show. You're very welcome. Can you say a big thank you to the people of y'all for the amazing community spectacle that is Iron Man Cork. The sun is splitting the stones here. The ocean is calm and reflective. Oh, it sounds divine. The flags and banners are flying. Colourful and happiness abound. Welcome to the International Athletes. Best of luck to you all on the 20th of August. Okay, I wanted to give you some hot news off the press before I let you go. Neighbours is to return. The official trailer for the new chapter of Australian soap opera Neighbours that launched the career of Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan and, and lots of other people I can't think of the names of right now is coming back on Prime Video. It's coming back. So the Australian soap ran for more than three decades before its finale in 2022, which was watched by millions of adoring fans. And now it's going to go global. So I'm just going to note that Russell Crowe was in The uh, Neighbours, Guy Pearce, Margot Robbie, who played Barbie, was in Neighbours. I'm very, very excited. I used to go to my friend's house at lunchtime in Clondalk and Morris O'Shea and his mother would give us brown bread and we'd run in and catch the 125 a repeat of Neighbours at lunchtime. So delighted to see it back. That was a great show today. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for Claire after the news and I'll see you tomorrow at 9am.